Welcome to Passionate and Prosperous, the only podcast about creating success in your life and business by using your voice, gifts, and skills to do the work that lights you up, make money, and have massive impact in the world. This show teaches coaches, creatives, and service-oriented human beings how to trust in yourself and leverage your unique message, experience, and expertise to attract your ideal audience, create clients, and organically build your soul-aligned business. I'm your host, mindset and business strategy coach, Stacey Brass Russell, and I can't wait to help you to set yourself up for success and use your passion to create the prosperous life and business that you truly desire. Hello, and welcome back to Passionate and Prosperous. Hold on to your headphones because today's episode is so powerful, you're not going to want to miss one word. My guest and I are opening up the door and bringing you behind the scenes for an intimate and real look at the power of transformational coaching. But before I let you in, I want to remind you that my service-based organic business strategy and development group coaching program, Out of Overwhelm and Into Action, is now enrolling. Here's the thing. It's almost full. There are only a few spots left in this small program of high vibe coaches, creatives, and service driven professionals who want to take their businesses to the next level in 2022. If you've been hearing me talk about this program and know that one of those spots should be yours, reach out to me. We start March 2nd and I have time for you if you want to jump on a call and let me help you figure out if Out of Overwhelm and Into Action is right for you right now. And now, please get ready to be moved and inspired. Enjoy episode 14 of Passionate and Prosperous. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Passionate and Prosperous. So I'm really excited about our episode today because I am bringing you a super special guest. So if you've been listening to the podcast, to the show in order, then you may know that I am currently in the middle of a launch, which I'm really excited to talk to you about at some point. I really have the intention for this podcast to not only be, you know, me just kind of coming up with what I think would be great to teach you, but I also want you to have the feeling of that you're behind the scenes with me because I think that's such an important way to learn. So you will be hearing more about what it's like to launch a program and Right now, uh, in the launch, I just completed a training that was free, a free five-day training that you've probably heard me talk about um, called Know Your Niche. And I am now enrolling in my group program that is called Out of Overwhelm and Into Action. And um, I'm bringing a guest to you today who has gone through Out of Overwhelm and Into Action, the one that I'm doing in March. This is the sixth run of this program. So I'm proud of that. So I'm sharing that with you. Um, And so I'm going to be bringing on one of my uh, former Out of Overwhelm students, but current client. Um, And I'm really excited to introduce you 
to Tanitria Portis. So Tanitria Portis is a spiritual leader and confidence coach for black men and women who struggle with feeling like they are enough. With certifications in health and life coaching from the Health Coach Institute, Tanitria supports her clients in getting out of the survival mentality, dealing with their pain, and letting go of the story from the past. She is a devoted mother and wife and a soul-inspiring creative who finds the greatest fulfillment from the little things in life. She enjoys reading, writing, long in-depth talks over a walk or meal, laughing, singing, and dancing. It just gives me so much joy even reading that because because it's all true. That is who Tanitria is. Um, before I bring Tanitria on and we start having our conversation, I just wanted to talk a little bit about why I felt like this was such a, a perfect time for for me to introduce you to this incredible woman who's an amazing, powerful coach. Um, I talk all the time about what I mean by passionate and prosperous. You know, I called this show Passionate and Prosperous, and I often define passionate and prosperous and remind you that this is not only about about making money. This is not only about like, you know, how to get multiple six figures, although that's a wonderful outcome. And I would love for everyone to have whatever they want. I want all of you to have the, you know, the business you want, the making the kind of money that you want. But the 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 de- definition of passionate and prosperous for me is much more about this um, fullness of life. And even the word prosperity doesn't only have to do with like money, but it has to do with just this feeling that your life is rich and it's full. And the reason for that is that you're using your gifts, that you are engaging with what you're passionate about, that you feel that every day you're on purpose and that you are able to you know, make a living or start to make a living or transition into, you know, getting paid to do the work that you really feel um, you are meant to do. And one of the things that we talk about a lot is that that can change and evolve, right? When you've heard my story, I didn't even become a coach until I was 50. And, um, And I still think that all of the things that I've been prior to becoming a coach are, they're important. They're important things about me. And I've evolved and I've been able to take all of that experience and bring it forward. And when I work with my clients or when I teach my programs, or even when I just, you know, serve on the highest level I can, I consider this podcast even to be me serving at the highest level or all of the, the free things like the training I just taught. And when I do all of those things, I genuinely feel that I am bringing all of myself and that I have done the work. And it took some work. When I first became a coach, I was teaching yoga full time and I, and I, you know, became a coach. And I remember very distinctly there being this time where it was hard for me to see how those two things got to work together. It felt a little bit like I was keeping them separate from each other. And it felt confusing. Like how, how would my being a yoga teacher end up being integrated into my identity as a coach? And then it became more layered because then it was, well, how does my identity of, you know, being a performer for, for my life get layered into who I am now? And how does this all come forward in the work that I do? And what evolved for me was really, really getting clarity on my niche and my brand. And I, I, I think that 
I've said this before about brand. When I use the word brand, I don't mean, you know, the colors on your website, although that's part of your brand, the visual aspect of your brand. But your brand is really this, this, uh, you know, essential foundation for your business that takes into consideration all of who you are. And I really believe that until you do that work, you're not really able to create a business when what you are as a coach or a creative or a service-driven individual, all of what you do, how you put yourself out into the world originates and begins with who you are. And that's why most of us have to do a tremendous amount of work. And I call it, you know, the transformational work, it's mindset work. Um, and that all has to go along with you figuring out those elements of your business before you're really going to be successful putting yourself out into the world and attracting your soul aligned clients. And so the reason why I gave you everything I just gave you, why did I give you that big explanation? Well, the answer is because you're about to hear the story of a woman who has done this work in a way that it's it's hard to it's hard to describe. That's why she's here. She's going to talk about it. I as her coach just want you to know that 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 this is going to be, you know, that she is an amazing example of someone who has really discovered who she is and who she's meant to be and who she's what she's here to do um, in the most profound way. And I want you to hear this story because it's really important to me that I bring to you all of these elements of what it means to create a passionate and prosperous life and business and that we don't only talk about this as if it's about you, um, you know, getting clients. So with that, I'm going to welcome... Tanitria Portis. Hi, T. Hi, Stacy. <laughs> How did you feel hearing that introduction about yourself? Oh, oh my God. I was I was near tears. I was <laughs> like, it was so heartwarming. I'm like, wow, I really feel like you have a good grasp on, you know, my journey. And so I was really, I was really touched. I really was. Well, I, I actually feel a little bit teary when I'm saying it. So so that's good. Um, so I want to start with, you know, so so hopefully what I just said gave you a little idea of, of, of the first direction I want to go. Um, and what I'd really love is for you to talk a little bit about, um, let's just start at the beginning, you know, like. The, even the way that you that you found me, oh, yeah. even the way that we came together <laughs> um, into our partnership is such a, a, a it's like such a beautiful story. And and I want you to tell it. And, and I'm just going to say to the audience, like a, another thing about our partnership that for me is I think that this is the quintessential um, coaching partnership which is which is where two people like come together because it feels like there's an alignment and a connection. So I'd love for you to talk a little bit about the beginning of our work together. Oh, absolutely. So I I can say that a friend of mine who was also a coach had gone through your um she had gone through your out of overwhelm program and she basically sent you my way and you reached out to me. Um, and I, since I didn't know who you were, 
<laughs> I immediately rejected the idea yeah. <laughs> of trying to find out, you know, if we would uh, be able to work together. And I know now at that time, I was so afraid to just take a risk, you know, to just really jump out there and find out what it was about. And so I did. I immediately rejected you <laughs> and you were so nice about it. Um, um, and then just fast forward to a year after that, um, and it could have been a little over a year. Um, I was, I worked with a different coach and, um, and I, I, I look to God for guidance. So I, I'm really deep into my faith and, um, the coach that I started working with, she was also a business coach. Um, God guided me away from her. So, and, and my now husband um, was a part of, of helping me move away from that. And so I went into this spell of waiting for a while. And I think it took nine months or so. And then God sent me to you. And so I actually sent you a message, which you didn't see for quite some time. Um, and I just was kind of waiting for you to reach back out to me. And uh, finally, you saw my message. You were so empathetic about not, you know, responding to me immediately. Um, Stacy is so attentive. Um, and so after that, you know, we, we got on our call and I was literally terrified. Like I was so afraid um, because I could feel this massive sense of, Okay, this individual is going to take me places, like really stretch me to places that I I felt was a challenge for me that I wasn't, you know, I didn't see myself at that level of success that I feel like that you would be stretching stretching me to. And so I know the first few times that I had a session with you, you were you had to coach me out of my fear. You literally had to get me to be responsive because I was literally, you know, just consumed with fear. Um, and I think once we started to get into our partnership, once I said yes, and, you know, I dove into the investment um, and as time progressed, I had to learn how to trust an individual who I didn't feel like knew me, not only as a person, but as a black woman. You know, and so um, I I think the biggest part for me is having someone care about you that that doesn't know you, but just really has a genuine care, a genuine passion for who you are and you know who you want to be, and and there you know them being able to see that vision and hold you to it um, in the way that you do, and you bring such a a great deal of support, you know, something that I can't put into words, you know, it's, it's massive. Um, and at times it surprises me because I know that you give a lot. I know that you put in a lot of hard work. I know that you're a busy woman. And so, um, for me to be one of many that you serve, um, it definitely feels as if I'm the only one, you know, at times. <laughs> um, I love that. Yeah. I love that. Well, wow, you just said so many things. So mm -hmm. <laughs> let's take a breath on that. Um, I want to go back to what you said because, you know, yeah, it is true. When you, when I found your message in that 
that <laughs> that that weird Facebook folder that they put yeah. messages in. Like, and I was just like, why is this message over here? I don't even know what this folder. I don't even know why I found the folder. Yeah. But I found this folder, and there was your message. And I really did feel like you know, oh my goodness, I let this woman think I I had ignored her. So you know, we connected and. You know, you you brought this up, and I know that we're going to talk a little bit more about this because I do mm-hmm. think it's such a profound part of our of our work together, um, especially as we start to talk about you really um, owning what you do and who you are. This, you know, um, but when you reached out to me and we had those calls, and you you told me exactly what you just shared. You you shared mm-hmm. it with me. You told me that God told you that I was supposed to be your coach. Mm -hmm. And I remember at that time, first of all, there have been so many times in our work together where I have felt like moved to tears just by what has evolved in our, in a session or just in our communication. But I remember even when, when you told me that, and I remember how emotional it made me feel. And, um, and, you know, and, and um, let's just be like completely transparent. I mean, I think may, some people that watch the podcast or that listen to the podcast may also see me on social media. But if you don't, like I'm a 53-year-old white woman living in New York City. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm a Jewish white woman living in New York City. And this, you know, this black, you know, woman from Texas, you know, deeply rooted in her faith, reaches out and says, God, you know, said that you're supposed to be my next coach. And that hit me like, you know, what we do, what we do as coaches, um, and I know that like you know this because this is why I called you a powerful coach when I was introducing you. What we do as coaches is it transcends in so many ways, like you know those 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 characteristics, like of 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 our age or of our race or of our background, because it's all about that that deep soulful heart connection and what you feel about you know what resonates with you like when you're when you're with someone that you're talking to about either whether you're the client that's talking to a coach or whether you're the coach that's talking to a client um true coaching and i want to point this out because such a big part of what this podcast is about is i like to break it down and tell it like it's real you know and i think there are a lot of people out there i hear all the time on you know i go on clubhouse this you know social media app and people are constantly talking shit about coaches and like how coaching is and i'm like nope you're not talking about real coaches cuz real coaches that take coaching seriously they 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 they're connecting on a heart level with the people that they serve. At least at least that's like what I want to believe that coaching is. And that's who <laughs> you are. And that's what brought us together. So, you know, I've always felt so much. I don't know what how to explain it to you, but what it feels to me to know that you've put that trust in me, you know, and that you allowed me in. Um, and, you know, um, uh, had to teach me a lot about who you serve. And I want to start talking about that, you know. Um, but anyway, I, I think there's a little bit more to the story. So when we first started working together, <laughs> you knew, like, you did have a sense of of what kind of coach you were. Like, one thing you've never questioned 
as far as I'm concerned. I mean, you might have had some fears about things and we all do. We all have limiting beliefs and we all have fears and we've worked through a lot of stuff together. But one thing that I know about you is that from the moment that we started working together, you had no question in your mind that you were a powerful coach. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And that's amazing because not everybody knows that about themselves. People that do their certification and they really want to coach, they have so much self-doubt. And that's one thing that that you did, never had. When it came to coaching, when it comes to coaching, you are you are the most confident person that you are, this is what you're here to do and that you're so great at it. And I yes. think that's so important. <laughs> yes. And I think that what you weren't so clear on, and I'd love for you to talk about this, was really um, – really getting really specific about what kind of coach you you were. Like, I think you had, like, a really great sense of just how empowering you knew you could be and how inspiring you knew you could be. Mm -hmm. But I don't think you really knew really what kind of coach you were. And most importantly, you were not really talking about who you serve. You were not really – you weren't really willing to declare it when we first started working together. So. No, I was not. Yeah, so I want, you to, I want you to talk about that because I think this is so important. You know, we have an episode that came early on called Who Are You For? Yes. You know, and niche and everything that I teach about mm-hmm. niche and brand, it's so important that it's not this sort of like kind of glossy general idea, but it's really important that if we want to create clients and we want to do this work, we've got yes. to get specific. And you mm-hmm. are this model. And I want you to model <laughs> for everyone now. I want you to imagine you're going down the <laughs> runway because you're like a superstar. So tell us about discovering you, really who you are and who you serve. Absolutely, Stacey. I, I'd be happy to. Um, I feel like when I joined, because part of working with you one-on-one was being in the Out of Overwhelm program. Um, So when we joined that and you started going through the content, I think a month or two in is when it hit me. And it was around the time that George Floyd died. Yeah. Um, So I was suppressing some feelings around being Black um, because, specifically because I didn't want to deal with that pain. And I didn't want to be tied to um, the history of what Black people have gone through and what we deal with and um, being stuck in survival mode, I wanted to get out of those things. And so I was I, I had feelings that I had suppressed. I mean, that was my way of saying, I don't want to be a part of that. I don't want to have to deal with that. So if I can leave it where it is, I can move forward and be more than more than that. Um, the problem is you have to deal with all of your feelings. So um, and being in the group Um, Once I came to the realization that I wasn't dealing with my feelings uh, about being Black, being in the group started to reflect as, okay, I'm the only Black person here. Like, There's no other Black people here. I'm I'm the only one. I started to feel alone, even though I knew, you know, I knew that I wasn't. And I, you know, I know that I'm not. But because of where I was and how I was coming into that pain, I felt like I'm the only Black person. I'm the only Black person trying to make a difference in my life. I'm the only Black person trying to get out of survival because I'm the only one here that's present. I'm doing the work. And what was so powerful about that is all of the 
individuals, all of the women that were a part of that group reached out to me individually. You reached out to me individually, you know, and just asked me, you know, how can we support you on, you know, on your journey? I mean, it's making me emotional now because, you know, reflecting on it. But, you know, each of you not even having to know everything or not really knowing about what it means to be Black, but just saying, hey, you know, out of compassion, you know, what what can we do to support you? Like, what do you need? And Stacy, you were the driving force. Um, you helped me connect with someone who was able to um, open to my, open my eyes to what I needed to do to find out who I would serve. Um, and it was, you know, connecting more with the Black community. Um, and her name is uh, Dr. Marcy Ross. Um, and she just basically got on with me. We talked through the feelings that I was having, um, you know, what I was experiencing um, and just helping me gain a little more clarity on, you know, feeling into being being a Black woman um, and what that meant. Um, and so after a few conversations with her, you know, I was able to go back to the group um, in just one of the meetings, I I broke down, you know, I broke down in tears. You know, I cried because I was just holding those feelings like I was just holding it. Um, and so it was it was the best release um, because, you know, I was in a group of individuals who was able to hold space for me and, you know, understand that it was something that I needed to come through in order to gain the clarity I need to understand what it is I do as a coach. Um, and I I remember me being frustrated because we were trying to come up with our, our niche and our, uh, <laughs> you yes. know, what, you know, saying, you know, what kind of coach we were going to be and, you know, what it is we do as a coach. And I was so frustrated because I couldn't get the clarity I needed um, with that. And so after, you know, going through that transition, you know, Stacy finding the support I needed, additional support. I'm sorry because I had a I have a great deal of I had a great deal of support already, but getting me the additional support I needed, and um, being able to come back and release that with the group. After that, I was I, I was pretty much set. I was able to step right on into um, knowing what it is I do, and I there's not a day that goes by where I'm not extremely grateful for that experience because I am so clear, like yeah. so beyond clear on what it is I do as a coach. You are. You know, I, if it's okay, I want to point out that one of the things that emerged from that time was you declaring that you really knew that you served mm-hmm. Black men and women. Yes. And I think before that you had been hedging around that a little bit, like not really strongly declaring that. And I yes. also just want to kind of go back for a moment to to Dr. Marcy because, um, you know, I met Dr. Marcy in the most unexpected way when I first became a coach. Um, and I won this big challenge thing that um, I've talked about this on an episode before. So, uh, but I won this big challenge. And at that time, I was getting a lot of attention and people were like friending me on Facebook. And I get this friend request from this, from this woman who's not from any of the communities that I was a part of. And I looked at her profile and I was like, she wrote me a message, you know, if I wanted to get on a call with her. And I remember at that time thinking, who's this? 
who's this woman? Like, she's, why does she want to talk to me? And I was a little suspicious, but, you know, I looked at her profile and she was just this radiant, mm-hmm. like radiant, you know, radiant black woman. And I was like, I'm going to talk to her. I don't know what she wants from me, but it was kind of weirdly not the same thing as when you reached out to me, but it was a little bit like, like, why does this person want to talk to mm-hmm. me? And so <laughs> I get on this call with her and cut to, I ended up collaborating in a book project with her, which made me a published author for the first time. And she really became one of my colleagues. And we've, you know, we've done things together. She's been on my summit. I've been on her podcast. I adore her. And when, when I connected you with her, I'm just, I don't know if you remember this. You probably, of course you remember everything, but I'm just (laughs) going to say one of the things that you told me at that time was, and I think we should get into this a little bit because it's so important uh, when it comes to really knowing what you do and who you serve. But you were very aware at that time that that the the community that you were in were not people that were as open to asking for help and getting support and doing the transformational work. Yes, and so you you basically had told me in no in kind of. I don't think that that you said it in in a in a roundabout way. I think it was pretty clear mm-hmm. that you didn't really have a lot of role models that were sort of like that were these that were that were doing the work that you want to do. True. And you didn't have any role models and at that time it felt to you like you weren't sure that that you were going to be able to have any clients because you had this story about or it's not a story, but you had a, a realistic understanding of that in your immediate community. It felt like you were the one who was transforming so much and you didn't really have a lot of other black women around you. I mean, I know you have strong um, black women around you. I know your mom is incredible and I know those relationships. But just in terms of like doing the work that you do, I'm going to exactly. just kind of simplify mm-hmm. it. Exactly. And so when I connected you with her, it felt so exciting to me to give you that you know, to say like, here's someone, I, I have someone for you, you know, mm-hmm. um, and we'll, you know, let's just like, let's just lead with what's, what's, what we're talking about right now. You got to, you're about to be a published author too. I because am. Because of Dr. Yes, Marcy. Because Marcy is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're going to talk about how I don't think you ever would have said yes to that project if you didn't have the level of clarity that we got you to over the the few months leading up to that. Because being asked to write a chapter in a book, no one is saying yes to that if they don't know what they want to write. (laughs) You know what I mean? And we had done such incredible work to get you to that place. So anyway, I wanted to, I wanted, we can talk about all of the things that you've done in the last few years that, that that's on the agenda. Mm -hmm. Um, But let's, let's talk now about that was so transformative that kind of like, Allowing yourself to fully step in Mm -hmm. to declaring that and not being afraid for many reasons, like not being afraid to just know that that's what you do and also not being afraid to say that you serve a community of people that that you knew it would take a lot for you to be able to like make an impact and 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 have them like receive what it is that you're doing. So can you talk about that? Absolutely. Um, and and you're right. I do remember telling you that I had had, um, and I also mentioned that to Marcy as well, that I hadn't had 
um, connections with Black women. Like I, I didn't have any one that I could go to and really ask or that I felt I could ask or look up to, like you said, a role model um, to kind of help me transition into what it is that I'm that I'm building for myself now. Um, and yes, I do. I did have that struggle of feeling like um, I don't I don't know if we as black people will be as open to help um, and support Um and I myself made the same transition. So that was from personal experience, because when you came along, that's how I was. I rejected the idea of someone who has ultimately gotten me to a, a way better place than you know I could have gotten on my own. Um, and so I feel like having the experience myself, being the one who's going through the process myself, um, it gives me that sense of being able to show um, black men and women that we can get the help we need. We can get the support we need um, to be better in all aspects, every area possible. Well, uh, something you've you've shared with me and that I f- really feel from you is also just that it's like a it's almost it's not it's not about not knowing that you can get the help, but it's also has not been something that was kind of looked at as what oh yeah as like kind of what you what was I don't know if it was <laughs> not acceptable but sort of like not admitting that you even want help there's almost yes. like something about that right mm-hmm. yeah it it's more of a a sense of feeling like okay I don't need help like I don't I don't need help because it gives you that sense of feeling like I'm, I, I'm not crazy like I'm not weak I'm not crazy so right. I don't need help and so I'm not going to I'm not going to go to a therapist. I'm not going to get any help because that's not what I need. I'm not crazy. I'm, I think because the mindset is more so what I need is to make it. You know, what I need is to, you know, afford my living. Like it's not a sense of understanding that I need to take care of my mental or emotional compa- capacity. So, yeah. So the way I see what has transpired is that when we had that breakthrough, when you had that, this was a major sort of like mm-hmm. moment of shifting. Absolutely. When, when you had that shifting and we started, con- well, not started, but we continued to do mm-hmm. our work. And we've always been working in this real parallel track. We've, you, we've, we've always been doing the work on your, on your business. Yes. And also the work on, on your belief system yes. and on and on you and mm-hmm. i think when you started opening up and it, this was another level of trust cuz you had a level of trust enough to say yes to work with me yes but <laughs> we came up against another roadblock when we realized that that trust had a limit yes mm-hmm. right i remember <laughs> <laughs> and when you really started Trusting me. And, you know, you put, you have put me, you have made me a better coach. You have made me a better coach because there have been sessions that we had that during the session, I had to coach myself and be like, 
I'm either going to run right now. I'm going to like, I'm going to say, you know, maybe we should just end for today and (laughs) come back next time. And I had to coach myself and say, nope, that's not how you're going to show up. You're going to stay here because this is the transformation right now. This is, this is the opportunity that you're, this is the opportunity. And, and, and if you, if you get scared right now Mm -hmm. because your client is having her own moment, you're not the you're not being a powerful coach if you go, oh, this is too uncomfortable. And I had not a lot, T, just so you know, but like mm-hmm. on on some of the you know what which calls I'm talking yes, about. I do. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and I had those moments where I was like, I need to be, I need to, I cannot let me get in the way right now. This is all about tea. This is all about tea. Mm-hmm. So I remember that there was a breakthrough and our trust went to another level. And I think that that was when, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, you finally started knowing what your content was supposed to be for your audience because you started getting so clear on your own limiting beliefs and your own stories that once you started, once those started shifting and up-leveling, you were able to go, wait a minute, this is what the people that I serve, they have these beliefs too, and now I know how to speak to this. I know how to speak to the things that keep people from asking for help. I know how to speak to the, like, and and I think that's when you took off. Yes, it is. So, you know, let's, let's talk about that because I just taught this training called Know Your Niche. You know, we're about to go into out of overwhelm, as I've been saying, and such a, such an important part of being able to speak to your audience or, or grow your audience or provide provide them, especially for you, you're not someone who's just gets to say like, hi, I'm a, I'm a coach for black men and women and have them go and have them start raising their hands and going like, oh, I want to work with you. You really have to do the work that I believe if we're service driven individuals, like what we have to do, we sell through service. We show up in service, we offer value, we give experience, and that's how we let people know what's what's possible for them and what's available. And so you've really had to create content in order to provide the 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 destinations for your people to to basically ease them in to start to give them ways to to take a step toward you. And the only way to do that is by creating the things that you've been creating. Um, so I'd love for you to sh- talk a little bit about that, about sort of like that that journey from really knowing yourself to being able to then get more clarity on how to describe what your ideal clients like really w- like need or what their struggles are and then how you've converted that into – because this is the most impressive thing about you, your, your consistent showing up. So I want you to talk about that. I think part of it, like I said earlier, is having the experience myself. But you had a workshop. I think it was a workshop or a boot camp, Create Content Boot Camp. And even though I was in Out of Overwhelm and you were talking about the same, some similar content, it was around, uh, I think it's physical, tangible, and real. Like PTR, right? Yep. Um, And I just could not understand <laughs> what that meant but I knew it meant it it had to feel real like the 
the individual that's receiving or reading or, you know, participating or experiencing my content or coaching uh, session with me needs to feel like it's real. And for whatever reason, I couldn't grasp it. And I attended your boot camp and you had us do a visualization. And for that few moment, few minutes, you had me step into, you know, who I am, like who I am as a black person and feel through like what would, and of course I had already worked through a lot of these beliefs and feelings, but what would the individual I would coach feel? What would they hear? What would they see? Um, and having after having that experience, for whatever reason, um, it clicked for me then. It was like, oh my God, I know what to say now. I know what, and it 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 is just saying whatever it is I felt um, at those times, whatever I was hearing and thinking at those times, whatever I was seeing. So um, basically tapping into my past lens um, and finding a way to convey that um, so that I could create content and pull in, you know, individuals who are struggling with things that I struggled with. But struggling with the PTR, everybody that T's referencing, <laughs> I use this a lot in my teaching. I say, is it PTR? Is it PTR? And mm-hmm. PTR stands for physical, <laughs> tangible, and real. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll just give a tiny little bit of context for that. So often when we're in the transformational space, like when we're coaches or when we are healers, when we're, you know, when we're out there and we see and have a vision for our clients of them having these really great outcomes, we see the transformation that we want for them. So then we say, you're going to, you're just going to feel free. You're going to feel more open. You're going to finally have confidence or, you know, you're going to be empowered or you're going to love yourself. And we get these, we, we see what's possible for them in this transformation and, and these, you know, wonderful things about all these outcomes they're going to get when the individual in that moment, those things don't even matter to them because they just are having their experience and they want to know how can you help them now? Like, how can you help them have a different experience? The other stuff is wonderful, but in the moment, that's not what people are walking around thinking that they need. They're thinking that they need what's going to help them actually be able to have a better experience in their life and to feel like they're taking, and this is the PTR part, real action steps. They need to know what those things are. And so I think that, you know, back to what what you were saying, this all led to you being able to go from being wonderful. Wonderful is, it is wonderful to be this, this, this mm-hmm. heart-centered individual who <laughs> sees what is possible for other people, but it allowed you to get into creating for them what they would say yes to now, because it was overwhelming to be like, Hey, come work with me. And I'm just going to help you have this massive transformation because for someone who's not used to asking for help or thinking that it's okay to get it, Offering them massive transformation is as good as like having them run for the hills. Exactly. <laughs> right. And I and I think another piece too that I didn't mention that you also taught me even before the work was pain points. You call it pain points. You have to speak to the individual's pain. Like 
what experience are they having right now that they would want to get the result that you're trying to give? Um, And that was a big part of what I was missing as well. Well, you became a master of Mm -hmm. being able to, (laughs) because so much of it is also clarity and it's also about language. Um, And, you know, one of the things that, um, that is in, one of the episodes that I think it's the next, yeah, it's the one that's airing before this one airs. Um, I talk a lot about brainstorming and I talk a lot about how many people don't realize that when you are creating your, your look, let's just be real. We have to create marketing. We have to create messaging. We have to put these things out into the world. Even your, your chapter in your book, like, yes. you know, that clarity and that ability to to write what you need to write, whether it's writing your book chapter or if it's writing content that you're going to create as a workshop or if it's social media posts or what you put in, you know, you you have a, a, a you know, a Facebook group that you're so um, that you're so present in and you offer yes. so much value in there. Mm-hmm. But even just the way that you talk about everything that takes brainstorming and it takes editing and it takes being willing to write stuff and then go back and and work on it and you do all that work and you model you model how you get results by by doing the work and i just love that about you so much you've never said to me i mean maybe one time early on you were like when i gave you the assignment of like go work on this and then you were you were like I'm not, I don't know if I know how to work on this. And after that one time, you Mm -hmm. never said that ever again. (laughs) So let's talk about the unbelievable. So again, let's, let's remind the audience, we're talking about passionate and prosperous lives and businesses, because one of the things that I stand for is that I don't think having a, a business is worth anything if if you're not living the life that you want to be living if you're oh, not yes. right if, if if like having a business and doing mm-hmm. your work if it's not if it's not somehow allowing you to have or if what you're doing isn't also at the same time simultaneously living your life and and seeing yourself achieving the things that you want to achieve then then all the business stuff is isn't worth anything and you know, one of the things that that I've seen happen with you um, is unbelievable confidence, unbelievable um, ability to step outside of your comfort zone and say mm-hmm. yes to things before you really knew how, which is the second yes. episode on this podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's let's talk about all the things that don't have to do with your business that have happened in your life since I met you. Um. I mend, I've been able to mend my relationship with my mom um, and she's someone that I've coached for two years um, and that brought us closer than we have ever been. We had such a, there was such a strain on our relationship um, because I had to play the role of mother um, to her and, you know, taking care of my siblings as well. So us being able to transition in our faith and with each other as mother and daughter. Um, and she's been, she's grown so much because of the work that we've done together and she continues to support me and she's still a big part of um, the journey. So that's one thing that has 
changed tremendously. Like we have a solid relationship. We talk with each other. I can go to her. We, we spend time together. You know, we're, it's so, I can't even put that into words, the healing that we've experienced in our relationship without, you know, people knowing the history of what we went through. Um, I also coach uh, my sister, my middle sister. Um, and so that relationship is developing. I think, I think the powerful thing is too, I know coaches have a hard time coaching family. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has been life transforming for all of us, um, as well as me getting to know who they are as individuals, as people, you know, seeing my mom as a human being and not having this expectation of what she is to be as my mother because you know, of the issues and the absence that I had to come through um, in dealing with that. Um, I, I've i strengthened my relationship with my now husband. So I got married. You know, we 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 bought a house. Yes, um, ma'am. This is what I wanted to do. I'm like, yeah, these are the things. Like, look mm-hmm. at all of this. I mean, yep. So you got married. You bought a house. yes. Yes, what, you 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 wrote a chapter in a book. I've wrote a chapter in a book. Um, I've experienced an overflow of abundance in my life. You know, in things within my life, relationships. Um, you know, building a home, a marriage, um, and you know, even even stepping into a relationship with my kid's father because. Our relationship ended because of my infidelity. So I I cheated on him um, and that's why our relationship ended. But now we've come to a place to where we can now talk to each other, even about what happened. Um, And he's been so good about, um, you know, recognizing the growth that I've, you know, that I've done, um, which is, it's always such a great thing to hear that from him, you know, just appreciating um, my growth as a, as a person, as a woman, um, especially when, you know, someone hurts you to that degree. So that's something that always fascinates me and, and surprises me um, that he and I are even mending and, and rebuilding what we can as parents for our boys. Um, I, I have two boys, uh, 12 and 14. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I can't, I, you know, Everything in my life feels perfect. It really does. It really does. It really does. So, um, and then I work a successful corporate job while I'm trying to build a business. So, um, definitely a lot of passionate and prospering going on on this yeah. side of things. Well, I mean, and that's why I wanted you here because I just am amazed by you. And I feel so honored that I get to be your coach and mm-hmm. and the work that we do. It, Like I said, you've you've made me a better coach um our work together has been so deep and you've allowed me to hold space for you and you've become you've been vulnerable in ways that I never could have imagined and the only reason I'm bringing that up and pointing it out is because the the power of the work the power of of the coaching and I wanted to to talk to you about how we've done equal amounts of life, you know, whatever I can, life coaching. It's almost like I hate even calling it that, yeah. <laughs> but like the deeper transformational coaching along with the business, because, because they go hand in hand, They do because in order for you to show up the way that you really want to in your coaching business and to do the things that you want to do and to have the vision that you have for your coaching business, 
you couldn't do those things without it's like simultaneously yes. all the stuff that kept coming up that needed to be, you know, excavated or that needed to be disturbed and brought to the yes. surface or that, you know. And so your willingness to do that all is like mind blowing. And I, and the, and I think it's important for our listeners, for everybody out here, because, because I really think that when you want to do the kind of work that we do and everyone listening to this is either, you know, either wants to be a coach or is a creative or is a service driven entrepreneur, or if you're not any of those things, everyone that listens to this is someone who is committed to mm-hmm. their own personal growth and development. Because yes. I know that that's who, who listens to me. I know that that's my, my, the people that took yoga with me for, 20 years, you know, um, and so whether you're here for business or if you're here because we talk so much about what it means to really step into who you fully are and use your gifts and skills, stuff comes along with that, right? Like your your own limiting beliefs. We are our own limiters, right? Yes. We put our own limits on ourselves mm-hmm. and we all do. And if we want to see ourselves in that way that we tell people we can help them. I'm going to help you feel unstoppable. I'm going to help you feel this, that. No one can feel that way, us included, unless we take our own limiters off. And yes. it takes work to remove the limiters. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so, you know, like, I just feel like I look at us and I'm just like, oh, my God, look at what we did together, mm-hmm. you know? Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's all you, lady. I'm just here to, like, <laughs> I'm just here to, like, facilitate, but you let me in. Um, and I'm just so freaking, I don't like calling myself proud of people. You're not my kid or something, but like, <laughs> I am. I feel like, ah, oh, that's why I wanted you. I wanted to bring you in now. And, um, and I want to also, let's now talk about like now what's coming, right? Cause this is really important. So, you know, first of all, you know, you, you did have a, like sort of this amazing dual thing where we had our one-on-one and, and you were in Out of Overwhelm. Out of Overwhelm and Into Action has some one-on-one coaching, but it is a group program. Um, you got so much out of that program in conjunction with our work because a lot of yes. our work was what we were talking about just now. It was a lot of mm-hmm. the deeper inner work. And mm-hmm. then the program was a lot of where it helped you to get a lot of structure in place for like yes. your yellow brick road, right? Yes. And so let's talk about what you are, what we've created for you coming up because I want you to talk about. So this is really exciting because talk about putting this all together, which is what we do in Out of Overwhelm, we we establish your foundation and your niche and your brand so that you can create the content and the offers that feel in alignment with the work that you do. So we talked a lot about content because you do, you do, she, Tanitria does challenges and workshops and mm-hmm. master classes <laughs> and she's my protege. You know, she's she amazing at it. And now... Coming up in the new year, well, we're in the new year, but coming up in it at the end of February, early March, in conjunction with the book chapter, which the book chapter is tell everybody that the the title of the book chapter. So my chapter is called Your Story is Worth It. <laughs> and it is it is a powerful chapter about knowing that you that you yes. are enough, you yes. know, and knowing that that your story doesn't doesn't define you in a negative way. That your story mm-hmm. a 
is that you get to you get to decide the meaning of your story. You get to rewrite it if you want. And yes. that everything about your life experience is valid and you get to carry it forward instead yes. of feeling ashamed or yes. feeling like, right? Stacey. Ugh, yes, I don't like talking for you, but I get really excited. <laughs> I get so excited about what you do. I okay. know it. It shows so much. I love it. <laughs> so what we talked about was putting together a, and now you talk, so I don't keep t- A t- group coaching program. So I'm going to bring my chapter to life. I'm basically going to um, the things that I talk about in my chapter specifically. I'm going. I am creating, and have been creating um, a a an opportunity for us to change our story. So I'm going to be helping individuals, black men and women, uh, change their story. And they're they're so lucky that yes. they're going to get to have that <laughs> with you. With someone who's so brilliant and smart and mm-hmm. so powerful and who's a model, you know, um, I just I believe that the work you've been doing with your with your family even and I know you've told me like your your nieces and nephews. Oh, yes. they, they they see they see you yes. transforming. They see mm-hmm. you le- being I mean, I don't, again, I don't want to tell everyone for you, but sometimes these are not <laughs> as easy things to say about ourselves. But I know that one of the things that you have that has really evolved for you is that you are, that you're able to be patient, that you are, um, that you're able to hold space, a loving space, um, even, even when in the past something might have been a trigger for you or something right. might have been, exactly. you know, right. Mm-hmm. I mean, and they see that your, your, your nieces and nephews are watching you show up to your relationships and, and you have boundary. Let's talk for a minute. I know I'm like, let's talk about everything about you. Everything. Just, just talk for a minute <laughs> about boundaries, because I think, you know, I once had a client who, when I, she was telling me something and I brought up boundaries and she literally had never known that boundaries were anything other than like if someone literally got into your physical space and was like Mm -hmm. a close talker Mm -hmm. and I was like no that's not boundaries (laughs) (laughs) I really think that like you have done an incredible job of also just establishing healthy boundaries for yourself oh yes absolutely Stacey I I'm so big on boundaries. I was so big that I, because of what I had experienced, you know, with my childhood trauma, they were a little more forceful and assertive. So I was heavy on the boundaries. I had to learn how to dial back and really allow people in, you know, let my uh, guard down and not be as protective. Um, but yes, um, it is something that I specialize in because I'm, it, it's such a big part of who I am naturally. Um, you know, boundaries in the form of physical, um, energetic, and spiritual. I I believe that there are different forms of boundaries and really understanding um, the different dynamics so that people know how how they're impacted in their in their personal space um, and not just physically. Uh, so yes, that is something that I definitely it is like the top priority and one of the main reasons is because I know. 
um, we just, you know, not just black people, but we in general as people can take the responsibility of others um, and we can carry that weight so heavily that it weighs us down. It becomes a burden um, and we can't move into being what it is that we want to be. Um, and so I think that's a, a very crucial part of the reason why I, you know, dive deep into boundaries that way. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything else that you um, feel that you want to share? Is there anything I didn't touch on? Anything that's kind of bubbling up as like any sort of a last remark or, I don't know, closure? Yeah. I, you know, I did want to speak to, you know, a little bit of what you were saying about my nieces and nephews, just um, because that was some of the work you and I did as well, me, me being an example. Um, because I had that belief around, um, I struggled with perfectionism and I used it as a means to, you know, try to hide from my pain. I wanted to make things perfect so that way I didn't have to hurt. And you helped me through that belief and helped me transform that into, I'm an example. You know, I am a shining example for my family, for individuals who, have gone through what I've gone through or worse. I'm I'm an, I'm shine I am a shining example. So um that came about for me while you were talking just um you know trusting myself in that and stepping into that and just being who I am. I am an example of someone who's been through the childhood trauma, you know, um been through the means of surviving, cheating on someone and I've changed my life around. I've done it. And I just continue to up level in that. Yeah. And and pretty recently we we talked about about yes. you leveling up <laughs> one more time. Yes, Stacy. <laughs> and knowing that, you know, that other people trust you and so yes. you know, and that the most important trust is your trust in yourself. In yourself, in yourself, yes. Especially because I can see that so many people trust me, you know, yeah. being able to pick up and and have that sense of knowing that other people trust me. And sometimes it's an instant thing. You know, it's instantaneous. They trust me just, you know, because of who I am and how I feel, you know, my presence. And so um, it has definitely enlightened me to a point to where I am doing better about saying you do trust yourself. You know, there's no need to try to work anymore to earn your trust. You've done it. You've done it. You've been the one who's chosen, you know, chosen to make the changes. You've done the work to heal. You know, there's no reason to try to find evidence that you're not trustworthy. We're going to move into, as Stacey has helped me do, we're going to move into all of the evidence that shows T, you are a trustworthy person. Yeah. You said it perfectly. That's there's nothing left to say. Um, I want to thank you so much um, for for being here as your most authentic self because you've shared so much. Absolutely. And, um, and I know that this is going to benefit so many people listening who um, who might even feel that 
that if they recognize in themselves any of the limiting beliefs or any of the things, and and this is ongoing, right? You know, there's going to be another right. limiting belief. <laughs> oh, there's yes. going to be one tomorrow. <laughs> you know, as soon as we get yes. your group program out there, we're going to be like, okay, like what yes. are the gremlins saying today? <laughs> right. So this is this is ongoing. This is the commitment that we make. When we want to have our passion and prosperous lives and our businesses, it's ongoing because as soon as you reach a new level, there's another level to get to. And when we want to go to the next level, we're going to have to deal with whatever it is that's keeping us at the level. And it doesn't mean that like where we are Mm -hmm. isn't awesome, but we're going to keep, we're going to keep growing and we're going to keep evolving, you know? Yeah. So... I love you. I'm so grateful for you. I love you, too. Thank you. I'm tremendously grateful for you. Thank you. (laughs) So with that, we are going to wrap up for today. And I want to thank all of you for listening and for being part of Passionate and Prosperous. And as I always say, I love to hear from you. So if anything that we talked about today resonated with you and you want to shoot me a message or you want to, um, you know, send, you can reach me anyway, social media, send me an email. Um, I love to hear from you. And you will be able to find Tanitria's website link uh, in the show notes and her uh, social media if if. If you think you're in her 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 path, you want to be in her path, you can join her amazing Facebook group. We'll put those links for you so that you can find Tanitria because she is a force, she is powerful, and um, and you should you should follow her and reach out to her if anything that she said today resonated with you and you feel like maybe she's your coach. Um, and with that, we're gonna wrap up, and I will be in your headphones next week. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening to Passionate and Prosperous with me, Stacey Brass Russell. If you like what you hear, make sure to click the follow or subscribe button on your platform of choice. And if that happens to be Apple, it's the little plus sign on the top right. You'll get notified when new episodes drop every Wednesday. And in case you didn't know, ratings and reviews are key to helping me grow this show and reach more listeners. You may have already given us some stars on Apple, but there's news. Spotify is rolling out their rating system for the first time. So please keep an eye out and hit me up with some stars if you have that feature already. And stay tuned for next week's episode, which is all about showing up. As always, I'm sending you love and high vibes. And remember... Life is hard and there's always something you can do about it.